Well, welcome to another podcast here with Steve and Eddie, and we are glad that you've joined us. Eddie, how you doing today? Well, I'm full of Mexican food, so I'm in pretty good shape. Yes, we did. We did a little bit of La Pachanga here in Sullivan, Indiana, and some good Mexican. Uh, we had the churri dip today. Do you, um, explain that to what... Chorizo, it's yeah. Mexican. Explain uh, that to the listeners. Mexican sausage and uh, cheese, queso. So. Yeah, it's real mild, too. Yeah, it doesn't make yeah. you sweat at all. That yeah, makes no. me sweat. Yeah, I break out in a sweat. <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> it makes worse, him sweat. Worse than being in trouble with my wife. So that makes brings me breaks out in a sweat as well. Uh, so <clears throat> we so we had the the cherry dip, and then we also uh, both of us got the mexicanos uh, tequitos tequitos mexicanos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, very good um, lunch, and and uh, we're feeling good about getting back in here and um, getting to the podcast. We are excited about how God is continuing to work. He's he's always at work, folks, and he is ready to do something big in your life. Just continue to allow him to do it. Now, that something big might be seemingly small, but it's the onward step and the forward motion in which we uh, get to understand that he's in charge and and uh, we take our plans and lay them before his feet. And, and that right there is big. A surrender every day is big. Um, it is. Because the release of, uh, of our own will uh, means that a father who knows all and wants the very best uh, for his glory and for your life uh, will be at uh, attention in and through the Holy Spirit's work through your life. So, well, why don't we have a word of prayer here and we'll get right into it today. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I'm so grateful to to be able to be uh, here with my pastor, with our pastor and and good friend. And um, we just pray that as we uh, speak forth today um, and talk about your word and, and about the things that you've brought Eddie, about uh, what he spoke on last Sunday, that, that Lord, you will direct our, our words and our mouths and uh, the things that we think and say, and may it be according to your glory and your riches and glory. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, uh, this last Sunday, um, we we heard you speak on uh, togetherness, um, doing something together. What what was the title of that message, and and what'd you have to say? Well, it's uh, the title was "We Are in This Together," and it's the whole concept of how much the church, uh, the body of Christ, needs each other. And I, I started talking. Probably people thought that was a history lesson, but I like history, so I started out talking about when. Uh, when we went west, oh yeah, and how in the American culture in nineteenth century, we, we Americans, I think, arrogantly um, came up with the doctrine of manifest destiny, which was all of North America was given us by God, and mm. uh, regardless of who we <laughs> annihilated or wow. or what we took <clears throat> away from other people, right? It didn't matter because you know which I struggle with that whole concept anyhow. But the whole point, when people went west, they uh, got land grants, and a lot of times they'd build their sod up uh, out in the middle of nowhere, and they weren't close to people. But after the years went by, they found out isolationism really had a, uh, a, a negative effect on them. So they started building houses closer together, and that's where small towns grew up, sprung up and stuff like that. But Ecclesiastes 4, 9, 10, and 12 says two can accomplish more than twice as much as one for the results can be much better if one falls the other pulls him up but if a man falls when he's alone he's in trouble 
And one standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three is even better. And I think a lot of times, even within the, the concept of the church, we have this attitude. I can handle it. I'll tough it out somehow. I don't need to lean on anybody. I'll just hold up and lick my wounds. No one really cares anyway. And that's mm. that's not the attitude that Christ instilled in us as far as the church right. is considered. Right. You know, and we and I talked about Acts. The book of Acts is just amazing. I don't think we can get back to the book of Acts like it was in the beginning, but I think uh, we can come close. And the whole concept of this togetherness is, is doing life together. Mm-hmm. 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 17, we weren't, we weren't meant to be lone rangers in a sense. Paul said, the body is a unit, though it is made up of many parts, and though all its parts are many, they form one body. So it is with Christ, for we were all baptized by one spirit into one body, whether Jew or Greek, slave or free, and we were all given the one spirit to drink. <coughs> Excuse me. Now the body is not made up of one part, but of many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would, would not for that reason cease to be part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would be for that reason, it would not be for that reason cease to be part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? That was 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 17. And I, I, I ended the message with, we're talking about small groups. I We have small groups, but it'd be my prayer as pastor that everybody be one way or another involved in, in a small group. Mm-hmm. Small group fellowships, whether focused on Bible studies or a wide variety of activities, have a tremendous impact on those who participate. They really do. Here's 10 benefits. And that's kind of what I wanted to spend this talk, podcast talking about today uh, is 10 reasons small groups make a difference. And number one is this one. People talk more in small groups. They have a tendency to, to be able to express their uh, what they believe and, and how they are larger. You know, here on Sunday morning, if you're sitting here in worship, which we want you to be here, and you're worshiping God, that's between you and God, but you don't have a chance really to say anything. Right. Well, in a small group, you, you have a chance. Mm-hmm. Second benefits, group members realize that others have similar problems. We realize that we're in life together and we're not the only ones that struggle. Uh, we have similar si- situations and struggles that we struggle with. Right. You'll be able to empathize with people. Uh-huh. Third benefit, people use their gifts and talents to minister to one another. You know, and that's the thing. God doesn't expect uh, pastors and other ministers within to, to do to everything. Part of the deal with the with the faith is, is us helping each other right. along the way. That's right. Hebrews 10, 24 says, And let, let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Fourth benefit, small group members encourage each other in their faith. We strengthen each other's faith. In, in his letter to Romans, Paul taught us that we all see the faith in another believer and encourages us in our own faith. Romans 1, 12, that you and I may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith. Fifth benefit, small group members encourage each other to grow. And, and and the struggles that we have sometimes, changing's hard. There's nothing like a word of encouragement when someone feels hopeless or discouraged. Group members support one another both during meetings and outside them. Second Corinthians 1.4 
we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. Mm. Six benefit, group members hold each other accountable. Well, that's another thing that a lot of people don't want that. Right. <laughs> we, don't want to be, we don't want to be held accountable, but boy, in a, in a small group, if someone announces he or she plans to work on making a change, other members of the group may ask how it went the next time they get together. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's the whole accountability part. Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen, As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Seventh benefit, members pray for one another. There's nothing like hearing your name mentioned in prayer by somebody else, and that's what small groups do. Right. We might pray for each other silently on Sunday morning, but maybe even during the week as the Holy Spirit lays people and issues on our heart, but it's, there's nothing like being uh, in, that, in that group. Often group members exchange prayer requests or become prayer partners. Matthew eighteen twenty. For where two or three come together in my name, there I am with them. Eighth benefit, people are more likely to practice what they learn. Nine, group members can help each other in hard times. You know, people often feel isolated, alone, or abandoned when facing grave health, emotional, or financial problems. And boy, it's it's great to have somebody come alongside you. Yes. You know, that's the whole concept of the Holy Spirit, that he comes along beside us. And number 10, friendships start in small groups. You know, I've been in a lot of small groups. We've had small groups here, um, people my age or whatever. But, you know, I talked about this last week that uh, the men's group, of course, we're all older um, on Wednesday morning. But, man, I miss them guys. Mm-hmm. And I do yeah. I do feel closer to them than people I only see once a week because, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, we get intimate in there. We talk about our families and we pray and, and uh, it's just... We go eat breakfast together. It's just that whole sense of camaraderie. Mm-hmm. That's right. That we're not in this together. So yeah. that's, you know, I can't, I can't emphasize enough the 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 need for small groups. And there are tons of people that come to crossroads that are capable of starting and leading small groups. It's just the fact they pull the trigger and do it. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit. We and we've talked about the <coughs> benefits, and and they are excellent. And. And some some things that uh, are in there, you know, you um, they might they might see those benefits um, uh, and and recognize, okay, well, maybe I do need to to start a small group, or maybe I need to join a small group. Or how do I do that kind of thing? But let's talk first about maybe a few things that we recognize that hinders people from moving closer to. Um, joining a small group or, or getting involved. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because for some, a lot of small groups meet in homes and there might be some people that's uncomfortable having people in their house. Mm-hmm. That's, I understand that. Mm-hmm. That's why the church could be open any time, day or night. Yeah. <laughs> and there, this this building's big. That's right. You could have 10 groups meeting in here and they wouldn't bother each yeah. other. All right. And some people do that. There are churches that when they have small group night, they do it at the church. Yeah, that's right. So that that's an option yep. for anybody, yep. whether we do so location that's exactly a, that's, that's that would be that's one. a hindering yeah. uh, to some people, but we have some answers. Well, for that. and then you know, and it, it depends on the group what they want. You know, like some groups could just have a dessert or coffee or whatever, uh, some full meals, but then that gets to be 
Yeah, I mean, tough. That, yeah, especially to keep it consistent, right? You yeah, because it's I like, mean, oh my goodness, it's my I, turn to do I, it. You know, in all actuality, I think it'd just be better to have some cookies and. <laughs> yeah, if you want to have some food, just yeah. you can keep it light. Yeah. You can you can grow with it and go with it if you'd like as you go. But but uh, yeah, that's a that can be a hindersome, uh, and, and and there's there's an answer to that. You know, just keep things light. Well, and, and the and another thing with sharing, some people don't want to share, but that's okay. There'll be big mouths like me and probably in every group that will monopolize the whole conversation if they're allowed to. But yeah. nonetheless, you, you go to you feel comfortable. Yeah. And hopefully in, 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 in a group, you, you'll be with people that you know. Mm-hmm. There might be some you don't know very well, but so, it, it seems it tends to, you know, I mentioned about the Flemings mm-hmm. and Sarah uh, uh, starting a group. Homeschool stuff. If, if, and, if people was interested in that. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. So they'd probably be people more her own age. Right, so his. it would probably be better to have uh, um, a, a college-age group sure. uh, you know, together because they kind of recognize what they're going through rather than have a, a mixture of uh, a, a few 65-year-olds in there. Which, Same mindset, but that'd right. be kind of cool too because you'd it hear, would. You'd it hear would. different people, age group perspectives. Yeah, and then we're not saying that, that, that we don't think that that kind of thing could happen but but more regularly especially if you're starting one off you you find people in your own group and uh, age that help you uh, recognize uh, commonalities right right. so um, nonetheless some of the things that might hinder you uh, in moving forward um, even with a group that you would recognize is like well where do we go next Uh, we talked a little bit about topics that are re- re- relevant to um, things that can go forward, oh, like topics that would, would help, but week to week. So um, getting using that sermon reference is a, such a big one. But one of the things that we were beginning to talk about is, in, is the resources that are going right. to be free that are coming up. Right. For, so we for, can't talk to you much about it because we're going to be launching it. We're going to be launching it. And so. uh, but we're excited about it because there are if maybe you have a group a group that's that is in the grieving process and you, that's why you brought that together there are resources for that or maybe uh young moms with young children that are that are needing that maybe even single moms mm-hmm. that want to start a group there's there's resources there or men's or different things. So that is that's a huge a lot of topics. A lot, a lot of topics and a, and, a, and a wonderful resource that we're going to be able to to give to our church um, free to you. Coming in the first part of November. We are excited about bringing it to you, yep. that's for sure. Small groups, what a wonderful way to connect. Um, so what else do we kind of maybe say that, that would kind of hinder somebody in thinking, um, man, I can't. I can't get this going. I can't do this. What What about, um, well, I've been a part of a group like this before, and it really it really just got, it, it just it became more toxic. What, what do we say to those individuals? Um, what do we do to encourage? Um, well, and they, they don't have to last forever. No. I mean, that's the thing. If you get the point, especially if you outgrow it to start another one. Right. And in fact, that's the best thing to do. Or if you want to, you know, if you want to visit another group or whatever, I don't, you know, I think that would be okay as well. Right. 
And so I, I believe that as we look at those those options and and uh, you had mentioned uh, we had talked a little bit about this before, but the service groups, if they want to go out and help, sure, that's something that maybe during a season, for instance, you know what, I want to get outside, I want to help um, maybe some of these elderly couples or or maybe a, a widow uh, widows in our community, maybe Pastor Kurt can help with those service projects, mm-hmm. community projects, and and that would be a summer type of thing. Sure. Uh, we do have a community garden that had we would worked on there for a while. Maybe that's an option as well. So there are a lot of different ways that you can do uh, small groups. And what it does is it brings us into unity in the body of Christ to to be such a wonderful reflection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah man, it's great stuff. Well, it, it we we want you to feel encouraged as much as we feel encouraged about talking about this. Um, as your pastors, we are moving forward into such neat times to where these unity, uh, this this togetherness is so important. And so we want to encourage you, and that's why I believe that Pastor very uh, timely uh, has brought this message to us as the Lord has prompted him to bring it to you. And so we want to encourage you. So Pastor, what if they, what if they need to call us? Can they do that? Sure. I'm pretty sure they could. Yeah, yeah no problem. Uh, give us a call at 812-268-0088. Talk to Pastor Eddie or myself or Pastor Kurt, Pastor Chris. We can get you involved and maybe working closer to getting involved with a group and, and uh, taking the time to maybe ask you a few questions about um, your likes and dislikes and and uh, maybe even some people that you know and and it'll just encourage us to connect you with individuals that would be of common likeness and, mm-hmm. and common common mind. So, well, Pastor, what else do you do you have to bring about that? Anything? That's pretty much it today, I reckon. Yeah, it's some really really good stuff, and and I believe that um, as we continue to move forward as Crossroads family, we will encourage um, other bodies of Christ to continue to do their work uh, in such a way too. Um, and joining heirs with uh, with Jesus and um, so good stuff, good stuff. Well, why don't you why don't you go ahead and pray us out, and uh, we'll wrap this up. Lord, we love you, and uh, I thank you for this time and the discussion that we've had about you and about uh, about your family, the body, the body of Christ, and how much we do need each other. And I just pray, Holy Spirit, you just prompt us to get involved where we need to get involved and uh, to become closer. Uh, as brothers and sisters in Christ, Lord, as we do life together, because we all realize life's not uh, always easy, and uh, we need each other. We need encouragement, and I know the, uh, the New Testament's just full of one another. So encourage one another, lift one another up, pray for one another, and there's a whole list of them, actually, that we need to be doing. So just guide and direct us, Lord, and give us instruction on that. And, and we just pray for more groups, Lord, that they might get started, that the we could all grow together. We love you, God, and give you praise and glory for who you are. We ask it in your name. Amen. Amen. Well, Pastor, thanks for bringing such a relevant topic uh, to us and um, and to this podcast today as we've we've hit, hit this midweek to encourage um, and spur each other on. And um, we hope that you'll pray about this. I think that's a big, mm, big, big part, yeah. right? Amen. That is a big Amen. part. Pray about where the Lord wants to use you. If he wants to um, 
maybe push you a little bit to start a small group. And if you're a little bit worried about that, meet with us. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll help you through it, helping you knowing how to get that started uh, or, or at least maybe joining one. So just be in prayer about it. Let the Holy Spirit lead you and guide you. But man, is it so good and so refreshing as, uh, as we do spur each other on. Well, God bless you. Thanks for taking your time to listen to us today. And uh, until the next podcast, we'll say goodbye.